Hi, uh, my name is James Anderson. I am the CEO and chairman of Guanajuato Silver. Uh, we are Mexico's newest silver and gold producer, uh, producing silver and gold concentrate from the El Cubo operation that we bought last year from Endeavor Silver. Hello and welcome. Thank you. How's the show going for you? Show's good. Um, I would say that the venue is fantastic. Amazing. The um, Quebec City is wow. marvelous. It's uh, the history and the, yeah. the the buildings, the architecture are fantastic. The food is good. Um, it's the first time that they've had a conference here, so it's a little slow. It's, it's it's a little slow, but I think it's the right format and right tempo. And there's still a bunch of good, quite good investors here. And I say the city. If you've never been, yes, I come. Right for sure. Yeah, okay, so. well, let's talk business, right? Um, so you and a bunch of people here are kind of selling their wares to some of the Quebec investment uh, guys and some of the more broadly Canadian guys. Um, we maybe need to remind people where you started from, right? Because you, I think there were a few doubters. Mm -hmm. He said, I don't think this is going to work. It's going to be too small. I don't think it, it's going to survive. So um, give us a recap on what you've done, and then I'm going to push you on a few other areas. Sure. Okay, fair enough. So I think, I mean, what, one, of the, one of the key points about what we did here, which a lot of other mining companies don't, a lot of other, other mining companies overpay for assets in, in our industry. It happens all the time. We only paid $15 million for an asset that 10 years ago changed hands for $200 million. So that's pretty good. Uh, in terms of doubters, yeah, getting the mine and the mill back up and running and selling concentrate as quickly as we did um, in an industry that's always replete with timelines that go on forever and over budget. Uh, we were on track, on time, on budget, got the thing up and up and running very, very quickly. We're at a stage now where I can say confidently that we've built a platform for our future growth in the Guanajuato area. That's important because you used the phrase in the past, I don't know if you're still using it, which was, uh, you know, built for profit, not for volume, right? Right. Mining is surely all about volume, scale, growth, and the, you know, the blue sky opportunity. So you, you, you picked up, okay, I, I can see that to you. You picked up amazing infrastructure for not a lot of capital. You've got it up and running. In fact, you're now also processing other people's ore as well. Is that right? We have uh, only on a one-time basis. Right. But I think that that can, um, well, whether we do that again, Matthew, or or uh, acquire other assets in the, in the region uh, in order to get scale, Okay. Uh, I think that's still an open question. So you think you proved yourself enough to be able to go and say, I can I can raise some money to go and acquire other additional um, assets in the industry? Hundred percent. The the mill is is processing material. We're doing about thirty thousand tons a month, but in twenty eighteen, Endeavor Silver was doing fifty four thousand tons a month through the same plant. So we absolutely have a greater capacity than we're using right now. So you need to focus on that. You, you, do you, you think the mill is capable of getting back up there, or is that going to require more money to get back up to that kind of scale? No, it can it can do that right now. So why is it not doing it now? Well, uh, simply a matter of uh, lack of, of good grade material from El Cubo. Right. Right. We have been using our, our other um, uh, project material in the area called Penguico. That's only eight mm. kilometers away. There's a stockpile of, of older um, uh, waste material that was generated from mining about 110 years ago. So that's there, but we've weaned ourselves off of that almost entirely. Currently, we're taking about 30,000 tons a month from El Cubo itself. Right. That's great, but I don't think we want to take more from El Cubo. If we do, we will end up with the same problems that Endeavor had, 
Um, you which, can only take was. well. You can only take so much material so quickly from a narrow vein epithermal system in central Mexico. If you take too much, uh, you cannot drill fast enough to replace that material. Okay. Right. Okay, so that still says to me, this is destined to be small. So where, where, where's the growth come from? Where are you going to find enough water to kind of feed the beast, as it were? And I think the, the answer to that is everywhere we look in this 450-year-old mining camp. So there's all kinds of different uh, opportunities. There's, uh, there's three old mines that are shut down that Fresneo owns. Fresneo is the world's largest silver mining company, and they view those assets as being too small. Um, if you look just a little further afield, Great Panther has a number of assets that were closed in November of last year. And the only reason why that happened was because of lack of tailings capacity. Uh, and there are numerous other smaller um, uh, past producing assets that are maybe owned by uh, Mexican families or Mexican mining companies. We have an ability because of our 100% uh, Mexican uh, workforce to be able to liaise with those folks and do do deals. So look for that. Okay, so you're you're trying to tell me a story about the sum of the parts, right? That, that's complicated. You have lots of moving parts, variables, as it were. Especially if and you and you, know, I, I want you to tell me that they're not tired, old previously producing mines. You know, what, what's so special about these? You know, it's not big enough for Fresnia, but it's big enough for you or good enough for you, why? Well, because we don't have a, a $6 billion market cap. They do, right? We've got a $100 million market cap. So assets that we might look at and go, yeah, that's, that is a, of a good size and can, can readily be uh, brought back into production because of our excess capacity at Kubo. Okay. Fresnia is going to look at that and go, well, yeah, but that does not move the needle on our six billion market cap company. Okay, so you know what you know what you want to do. You know where the potential projects or assets are. Yep. What are you doing about it? Well, uh, we're having active discussions with a lot of different parties. Um, and you know I think I think the best answer for that question um, is well look what we've done in 12 months. Right, and in in less than twelve months, purchased El Cubo, brought it back into production, and are processing thirty thousand tons a month. Uh, I would suggest, um, humbly, maybe, uh, to the rest of the the mining world that that we have done that quickly um, at a very good rate in terms of the amount of money that we've uh, shareholder money that we've spent. Can we do that again and expand the operation? Uh, I believe that we can. Okay, but now there's that expectation. So yeah. you, 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 rough your own back. You've done it quickly. You've, you know, in terms of cost of capital, good allocation of cost of capital. Um, we now don't need to start seeing the returns. The returns can only come through feeding the mill, right? Yeah. So in priority order, what are we looking at next from you? Um, yeah, I get the scale of the opportunity, but you can't do everything overnight. So what, what's what's next on the on the track? I think next on the track, and what we've been, what are what we are doing right now and what we've been doing for the last several months is targeting capital expenditures to something to, to items that can have an immediate impact and uh, if i can give you one example mm -hmm. so at el cubo the north part of the mine and the south part of the mine were never connected underground there was about a 150 meter tunnel mm -hmm. that needed to be developed in order to make that connection currently and we've been working on this for about two months now. Mm -hmm. So currently, trucks that leave the Santa Cecilia area in the north, they have to leave the mine. They go about seven kilometers up and around in order to get to our processing plant. Fine. Within two weeks, that connection will be made underground. Trucks that uh, are filled with ore can go two and a half kilometers only, all underground, to the processing plant. So we save immediately in fuel, tire wear, 
uh, road maintenance, right? So targeting stuff like that will have an immediate incremental effect on costs and production. But that, that, that sounds feels like tinkering around the edges, right? Yeah, what, what's, the, what's the return on that investment versus going and finding and acquiring the next big asset to actually feed the mill? I mean, that, 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 that's the bit that excites me more. Saving money on fuel, mm-hmm. great, nice. I want more. What have you got? Right. Well, um, can't tell you yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I can't get into more detail than we already have about some of the some of the possibilities right. uh, within the region. Uh, what I can say is that uh, you know there's there's 450 years of mining activity in this region, so one of the great mining camps. Also, you know, you you were um, sort of alluding to well, you know, uh, are are we at the end of these tired mines? Well, I think people might have said that in the 1700s or the 1800s, and yet in the in the 21st century, we continue to mine these mines and find new material. We've got three drill rigs turning at El Cubo right now, finding more mineralized material for the plant. That is absolutely a priority, and um, I mean we're we're having some very good success with that, as evidenced in in a couple of our news releases this year. Very good grades. They're narrow, and some of the people say, well, that's you know, hey, that's that's pretty narrow veins. That's what we mine. Right. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to go to have this conversation about dilution and what you should be chasing. But like I say, you can't say anything yet. Does that mean there are active conversations? Not we're looking. I get that all the time. We're, are there active conversations or solutions, quick fixes that are going to happen this year? Because I'm, I'm, look, the market sucks. Okay, the market sucks for everyone, right? But at some point, when it, when things change, people want to be looking at you going. You've done all of that heavy lifting early, early on, and you've been rewarded for that. Hundred million or so, and perhaps, you know, it's a little bit higher in, in normal times. You would be, but where's the next spurt of growth? Next step change coming from? Is that in on train? On train is it in train? Is it happening? Soon? Yeah, well, just I like mean, last, just like last year. I mean, be, you know, before pulling the trigger on the uh, on the Kubo transaction. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's you know, there's there's rules about how much that I can say. But I think that I can draw people's attention to how quickly we managed to do that. This is not a company that was built to stay here, right? This was a company that was built and called Guanajuato Silver. Should we change the name to Guanajuato Silver? Because we want to be able to to expand our business in this region and and throughout Central Mexico. Um, Ramon Davila has one of the best CVs in Mexican mining. He was on our board for a year and just three months ago joined as president and in charge of all of our Mexican operations because he feels like I do that El Cubo can be used as a hub and spoke operation and bring other material, you know, to bear there. You say that, but, you know, and I know I dug you out slightly about, you know, marginal things like saving fuel costs, but the, the news release this week that you just put out about, you know, um, well, I mean, tell us about it. What's it going to, is it meaningful? Well, I think think it's very meaningful and it's meaningful for a number of different reasons. So um, uh, what you're alluding to is a news release that we, that we um, put out regarding Mastrantos number four. This is a a past tailings facility. It was closed down. Uh, We got the idea uh, almost accidentally that there could be some high grades in there. We started testing some of that material and there are. We then uh, went about drilling 134 two meter drill holes across this big tailings area. Mm. Um, it's a large area of material that we think is going to average about 250 grams of silver uh, equivalent. 
right? It's right on surface, easily uh, gotten at. And I think that it's, it's important for several different reasons. It demonstrates the imagination of our team to be able to look outside the box and find, uh, you know, I keep talking about all these different opportunities in this 450 year old camp, mm. right? Well, there's one that is right there and is able to impact the economics of our business very swiftly. But do you need to go and raise capital to do that? Can you do that from what you're throwing off at the moment? We, 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 don't, we don't need to raise capital for it. Okay. Right? I mean, it, it is literally digging material uh, off the top and, and processing. We, I mean, we, we will have to spend a little bit of capital in terms of um, putting together either shaker tables or other gravity extraction methods. So we've done uh, a lot of metallurgical work on it. Right. All of the material, all the, the, the higher grade um uh, exists mostly as free gold. Okay. So when that material was being put down between about 1986 and 2003, gold prices obviously a lot lower, mm. um, and it was being taken from higher grade material at the Santa Cecilia area. So it was laid down uh, and the free gold that is in that material was not extracted. So we can do that and make good money at it. So it'll be done at a at a separate facility, but it's not big capital to put it down. Um, okay, so, but if I re read the uh, release uh, correctly, the, rec the recovery rates aren't what you would hope or not there yet. So w what do you have to do about that? And does that not cost more money? It's going to increase that? Or do you have to do some sort of economic study about Yeah, so first of all, I mean, in, in terms of mining costs, well, they're negligible. The stuff's on surface. Yeah. We're going to pick it up, put it in a truck, you know, carry it. It's about three kilometers away from the plant, probably about six or seven kilometers on a road. Right. So that's thing one. Uh, in terms of the recoveries, about 55% of the um, free gold that exists there today. Yeah. But, the, but it's all about grade, right? So does it work? Yeah, absolutely. Can we do better than that in terms of, um, you know, getting better percentage recoveries over mm -hmm. time. I, I'm very confident that we can and we will. That'll require a little bit of study and, and a little bit of um, trial and error. Right, okay. Now, you, and you talk a big game about maybe being, being able to pick up a butt for his Neo, et cetera, and, you know, and others in the district, pick up their assets because it's, it's non-core or not relevant, so it doesn't give them what they want. Um, your mill is of a certain size today. Are there other mills in the district that you'll be able to pick up or do you bolt on to what you got? Yeah, and, and first of all, I mean, I, I do want to point out, I mean, you know, the, the, we don't have a, um, you know, we don't have anything in front of us with our friends at Fresneo. I mean, the, their, their assets are their assets. I don't want to give anybody the impression that we're, you know, in, in high level discussions at this time with, uh, with mm -hmm. Fresneo. Um, with regards to the plants in the area, the first time that I went to Guanajuato, what, what I was impressed with was that there were four plants within 26 kilometers of one another and not one of them was filled to capacity. And I thought, well, that is a recipe for consolidation within the mining business mm. in this area. And that's what we're pursuing. Okay. Well, look, I mean, good catch up. Good to see you, good uh, to see live you. and in, in yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, You're like a three-dimensional person. It's amazing. 4D. So <laughs> I am 4D, folks. Don't want to be undersold. Um, like we, like we're, we're following the story with uh, great interest. I, I kind of like the speed at which you came at it, and you know, time is money and all of that kind of stuff. So I want to see, can you keep that momentum up? That's what I'm looking forward uh, for the next 12 months from you. Fantastic. Well, I mean, that's that's what we want to do, and really, that's what, what we would like to to be able to differentiate ourselves from the pack, right? We are building a silver and gold mining business in central mm. Mexico. That's a little bit different than drilling holes, hoping to find a deposit. Mm.